The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Winners and sinners on the hard shoulder. Yes, it is that time of the week. Steve Cummins is with me, the comedian and Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM to pick our winners and sinners from the past week. Have you found week one? Well, it's week two of the year, but it's really week one, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's why I wasn't here last week. I thought you weren't going to be back until the t- yeah. this Monday. And we noticed your absence. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But yeah, I know it is week two. It started with a busy, it's busy already. I'm mm. sure you feel that as well. It's busy already. Uh, are you still in the Happy New Year zone? Do you still say that to people? Well, yes. <laughs> if I haven't seen people, Ooh. what is the cutoff? I am the seventh. Is Seventh, it? really? Yeah, absolutely. You decided yeah. that, or that's the thing. The universe has decided, <laughs> but not everybody is aware the universe has decided it. So what you're saying is your goodwill to your fellow man ends on the seventh. Ends of January on the seventh of January. <laughs> that's I, it, I'm done. I use up. I have an outpouring of goodwill for a week, Steve, and then that's it. I'm dry. The well has run dry. I can imagine oh, your I... wife loves that thirty seconds on Valentine's Day that you give her when you express your love, and then <laughs> rest of the day. Get back to work, woman. Thirty seconds, Steve. That's a that's that is overstretching the case. That's a very special occasion. Now uh, we're talking about. Uh, listen, special occasions. Let's start with that, Alison. Your winner of the week. Special occasion for Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. So uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, his acceptance speech was adorable, and it was very. It was just so clear, and it wasn't waffly, and it was just normal talking, and he just he's very charming. But I think what I'm really fascinated by him is that. There are people that aren't on social media. That's fair enough. But he goes beyond that. It's like he's not even jumped into this century. Like he lives such a private life for a person that is. It's like he doesn't exist. He just they just they they take him out of a cupboard for movies and award shows, and then he goes back in there. I just find it fascinating. Like there's that famous clip where someone had to explain to him what a meme was. He's like, "What is (laughs) that?" I just I find that fascinating in this day and age where. Like we're all so hyper vigilant about everything around us and we're all online and our life is online. Like walking to work today, I saw a girl nearly get creamed by a car because she was making a video of something. And you're like, this is the state of the play. But not for Killian. Like I think it's just amazing. He's just completely living a life that we all lived in the 80s, basically. I'm amazed by him because of that. And are you jealous of him? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know I am. And like Mm. it did make me, when I was thinking about talking about him, I was like, Maybe I should take a leaf out of Killian's book and get offline for like one day a week even, you know, yeah. a starter. But I think he's just, he's obviously an incredible talent. I think it's amazing for us as a country to have had three of the six nominees yeah. Irish. It's incredible whether they win or not, which obviously two of them didn't. I, I just think it's, you know, he's thrust into the spotlight. He's an uncomfortable star, mm. but I think he's it's embracing. very likable, isn't he? I mm. think he's embracing being uncomfortable, which makes him even more likable. Yeah. And all the red carpet shots where you could tell he's like, He's not even present. He's somewhere else. He's running in Dalky or something like that. Have you so. ever interviewed him? No. No. I, I wonder if he's intimidating ago. to interview. I don't think so. I think he's a really gentle character. Years okay. ago when I was producing the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show he was on and I met him then and yeah, he's just a really gentle character. Like he's incredible. Yeah, I had a pint with him years ago. No so, way. Yeah, a mutual friend. It was after a comedy gig in the International and a friend of mine was on and he's mates with Kelly Murphy. This is when probably around Batman times, you know, the Batman movie time. And you know the queue to, in the international. You know, you're yeah. just queuing on the stairs. It is the most, you know, level playing field in the world. And he was there. And you could see people going, oh, it's Killy Murphy, Killy Murphy, Killy Murphy. And uh, and he, you could just see he didn't like it. He just doesn't like that, you know. I love when I, I love being the centre of attention. He clearly doesn't. <laughs> like, he's an amazing actor. 
But afterwards, we were downstairs. You were just sidling up to him, rubbing into him. <laughs> no, I was actually invited down for a pint. I was very proud of myself. And uh, no, he's lovely, very self. He's got the most ridiculously perfect cheekbones and bone structure of any human being you've ever met. Yeah, he's a good looking guy for sure. He, mm. he is, but there's good looking and then there's carved from granite by Michelangelo. Well, he was meant to be a star. He's one of those people who is meant to be a star, I yeah. feel. He's yeah. an astonishingly good actor, though. Like he really is. I mean, yeah. but that's that is something. I, I, I just what you said there, Alison. I really felt that not just this week, but uh, recently it's really been hitting me. For such a tiny little island, yeah, we create some incredible actors, incredible musicians, uh, incredible comedians. You know, mm. like we are. You know, the land of saints and scholars and all that. Well. The land of rock We're stars. above our weight for sure. Definitely. Have either of you watched, sorry, you mentioned the other nominees. Have, any, have either of you seen Saltburn yet? No, I'm actually, I'm such a prude. I don't know if I can handle it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because my husband's like, should we watch this? I was like, I'm going to be even uncomfortable with you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm such a prude. I'm like, let's just watch can we Can we watch then. it with the lights off so we don't? So I can't see that you're here? <laughs> a girl. Don't touch me. Yeah. A, girl, a girl sent my son, uh, my 15 year old, one of his friends, she sent him some of the pivotal moments like the clips of the pivotal moments in Saltburn and she asked him to do a reaction video of himself looking at these moments oh yeah and he just showed me some of the stills that she had taken and and now my son is my son you can imagine nothing, <laughs> everything's water off a duck's back little boy and oh my lord his like just his shocked expressions a good few times so it kind of a, yeah I really I'm I would say probably this weekend I'm going to dive in and give it a go okay big family event gather oh, everyone yeah, yeah, around yeah. get the no. neighbours with the small kids get them in as well <laughs> yeah exactly what could possibly go wrong elderly relatives the bits oh, I've heard gather around folks I'm not going to do any spoilers or whatever but the bits I've heard of you're just going wow like yeah. even who thought there's one scene apparently which was now maybe it's uh, you know one of those you know, urban legends but that Barry Keown himself came up with the idea of say for anyone who's listening the grave scene yeah, I have he, heard that, yeah. If he came up with that himself, oh lordy, we <laughs> need to get a Rorschach test in front of Barry Keown very, very quick. Um, anyway, we, I haven't seen it yet either. Um, and I'm not I'm like Alice, I'm not sure I want to see it. Uh, Steve, who's your winner of the week? My winner, my winner is a lovely lady. And I guess I have notes. Her name is Stella. Um, found her on Stella. Stella. On Twitter, her, her handle is at MS underscore caffeinated with a K. Uh, she decided to be a help to her friend Lizzie, Elizabeth. And basically what she said was, Elizabeth is looking for a donor because she wants a baby. Okay. And what she put out was, she had various, you know, kind of codicils in it, like, you know, must be over 5 foot 11. So obviously I was out, right? <laughs> must be over 5 foot 11, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, because that was the first bit I thought I was in. I know that. But uh, one of her big selling points, and she had, oh, must be unvaxxed, right? Which always ruled me out. Okay, yeah. Uh, meat diet. She would like people who eat meat. Uh, but she went, um, she wants to do it the old-fashioned way, not IVF, not anything else, right? So right. there were certain rules, like you had to be available around ovulation schedules, etc., etc., etc. A pimp, I think, no, is no, the no. word for this, isn't There's, it? I wish this Stella's was this yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish this was this simple. So Stella's Stella turned up for, for in Lizzie. a purple suit with a cane and a <laughs> massive fur every cape. Every, every time Stella walks into a room, doves fly out around her <laughs> as she walks in. Um so, of course, there was a lot of interest online, as you can imagine, right? Especially when they heard there wasn't IVF. Uh, so they went, but we'd like to see this lovely lady. So 
Uh, Stella posted a picture of this girl, a lovely girl, Lizzie. She's five foot two, petite brunette, very pretty. Uh, she's, uh, you know, the way Americans are obsessed with heritage. Oh, yeah. So she's German Swedish, which yeah. already sounds good, mm-hmm. right? So hardworking and beautiful. And mm, uh, Teutonic. So she went, uh, so if you, if this all suits, it has to be in the Eastern United States. Uh, the one other thing she wants is a 23andMe DNA test, just to make sure that you've not predisposed to anything. And of course, a load of people went, yeah, no bond. She said, here's the link here, click on that and da-da-da. Yeah. So people got on to 23andMe, got their tests and then said, now you get back to us and uh, Lizzie will pick her favourite. Okay. Now, where was the scam, you two? Oh, sorry. Oh, this is a scam. There's a scam. So why is she there. a winner? No, uh, in the 23andMe. She's a winner. There, what, No, it was it was genuine 23andMe. Oh, okay. But the scam was, Yeah. for every person you refer to 23andMe, oh. you get $20 cash. No way. She had over a thousand men refer. She referred a thousand guys. Wow. She made $20,000 on this, which is just, to me... That's a win. No, it's it's fraud. It's terrible. But yeah. like, what a winner! And all she had to do is convince her friend Lizzie to have it off with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, Karen, I hate to burst your bubble. I don't think Lizzie oh, is real. Oh no! I, what? That that might be. A... So I did that DNA test for nothing. <laughs> on my on my way this evening to the studio, I happened to. I said, I'll have a quick look at her Twitter, and she's got a new one. Except this is, I don't know where 23andMe is going to come into this, but she got my two friends, it's a gay couple, uh, they adopted a boy, Jamar, three years ago. He's now four and he's no longer doing what they ask, so they're giving him back. So if you'd like him, and oh she has God. and she has the same kind of list of That's of a little stuff. less believable. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Is she going to get charged? No, how could she really? I mean, the mm. end of the day. First of all, who's going to go to court and go, excuse me, I'm, I was going to impregnate a complete stranger and I feel used. The old-fashioned way. Yeah. Well, they're American, you'd be surprised. Well, there you go. Oh, but yeah, so but what I love and what I love about it, and this is why this is why to me she's a winner. <laughs> I love the brain that came up with that. She wants you, oh, if I refer someone to 23 and me, I get 20 bucks. Like, you know, Revolut, they go if you refer someone to Revolut, they <laughs> apparently they give you a couple of quid. I don't know. I yeah. think I heard something like that, right? So I mean, imagine you looked at that and then you came up with this genius. And she made it so like she obviously knows men. <laughs> and she went, you know, are the sort of men who would be willing yeah. to fall for this? So, unvaxxed, meat eating carnivore. Uh, one it guy, one guy said, yeah. one guy said, I gave my wife three lovely blue eyed, blonde haired children, so I'm sure I can help you out. Oh, so. Jesus. Oh, well, that, guy, that, that guy's not going to court anyway. So, yeah. it's, it's one winner and about a thousand losers. All right. Uh, uh, those are noble winners uh, this week Killian Murphy and. What? MS underscore caffeinated with a K. <laughs> Let's just call her Stella. Stella! <laughs> the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk. Bernie, thank you very much. Steve Cummins and Alison Curtis are still with me. Alison, what's on the show this weekend? I have Arthur Grulian from Dancing with the Stars. I'm a little bit obsessed with him, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. In what way? I just think he's... His hair. uh, Yeah, he's a stunning man. Um, He's just so positive and he's so... I'm addicted to the daughter on Instagram. And yeah, I just think he's a great guy. So we're going to be talking about that. And we're also going to be looking at how to organize your home as it's January because I hate stuff. I hate clutter. I'm one of those poo-poos going, no, if you bring something into the house, something has to leave. Oh, really? So we're going to be doing that chatting about that. All right. So are you a good tidier then? Yeah, I can't. Stuff gives me PTSD. I like very clean, 
land spaces. Oh, my Lord. Wow. If you came to my home, you would I just feel be horrified. Knowing that, Steve, you're, and I'm saying this in a really lovely, positive way, like you've got great hair. I know this is visual, this is radio. Okay, You've got on. jewelry. You, to me, would have a very, like, but enticing, busy space. That's what I think of you. It's busy. It's warm. Yes. Everything about it is warm, and it's everything means something. Like, yeah. everything on the wall means something. Everything on the floor means something. <laughs> Even as you say that, everything on the floor, Alice is like, oh, God. And oh, as, God. Oh, what's on the floor? Oh, no, I'll tell you what's on the floor this morning. Your feet I, are the only things that should be on that floor. Well, my lovely barefoot this morning stood on dog pee Ooh. this morning oh. from a pub. My wife's, well, we have two dogs. One, my dog, Wolfie, Barter Collie, could do your taxes. Nola's dog, Bugsy, a pug, dumb as a post but peed on the floor I, I first I stood on it and then I realised he was the other one the rest of it had hit my train one of my trainers oh. so we're not a happy start today but yeah don't come to my house without Wellingtons and uh, and, and a bin bag <laughs> alright yeah, you should listen to Alison this weekend um, well, who's your sinner of the week Alison actually I just mentioned it but Instagram and the way that the algorithm has worked in January it's like Instagram's my happy place I like to go there I scroll a little bit too much I know because you can see your time and actually over the Christmas period I dropped down to like 29 minutes a day, which is probably yeah. should be normal. Whereas on a normal time for me, it's like double that or triple. Anyway, but all it is this week is workouts going, hi, join me for this, like this workout and this workout. It's like, okay, I know like technically these are all good things to be doing, but, and I should do them. Like I'm walking loads, talking about dogs in a minute anyway. Um, but I just want Instagram to be my time where I sit down guilt-free and scroll mm. and not look at your damn ass on your mat at home and your workout and your squats. So Instagram's actually a bit of my sinner this week. I'm like, give me a break from all these home workouts, please. What comes up on your Instagram feed? Let me see what comes up on my Instagram. A lot of comedians, a lot of comedian friends of mine. Do you know what I mean? Because some people are very active on Instagram. Like friends of mine are very active on Instagram. You know, little clips of their shows, yeah. Yeah. whatever. So that comes up a lot for me. Mm. Um, my TikTok for you page, thanks to you. I would never did TikTok until Kieran gave out to me one day here. Are you on TikTok as well? Uh, I'm he not made really. Me join threads. He's a social media bully. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I did make you join Threads actually. Are you on Threads? No. Oh, well, I've got to get you to join Threads as well. This is like uh, 23 and me. I get 20 quid off uh, <laughs> of Mark Zuckerberg. For everybody I refer to Threads. I see another person's joined. Um, I haven't been on Threads, I don't think, since Neither I got you to I. join it. No, I did today. Oh, right, I okay. I picture of my dog. Um, I'm not on TikTok, no, but I do go on TikTok. Mm. Yeah, I don't post it. My, my, my 15-year-old, he literally begged me, he said, please, Dad. Like, the back cover of my book, it's a pregnancy guide for men, and it's me I decided it would be a good idea, this was like 10 years ago more, to recreate the famous Demi Moore Vanity Fair <laughs> shot when she was pregnant and naked on the cover of Vanity Fair. Yeah. So that's on the back of my book. So every one of his friends has that picture, right? Because <laughs> we were always, we were always very strict that we would not put our kids on social media in any way when they were young because we no longer own the image and everything else. They now thank us because they're going, they get all their mates, they go on, like they make, they'll friend one of their friend's parents and then they go on and they find everything. So there's nothing of them but then mm-hmm. there's so much of me, it's terrible. So he said, please don't post TikToks. So hence not posting TikToks. But I do, I watch it a lot though. Uh, so Instagram bullying you. Into like, guilting and you. And the other thing is like, so I, I'm a, been a vegetarian forever and I love it. But that's also the joys coming out of it. Because every second post, if it's not workout, it's like, try this little eggplant recipe or this vegan thing or this, you know, squash. And I'm just like, stop telling me what to do, Instagram. So it's my sinner this week. <laughs> Steve, who's your sinner of the week? My sinner is who, whoever organized the Golden Globes this year. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Because, what was wrong with the organisation? Well, it was, well, 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 uh, first of all, uh, poor Joe Coy, I feel for him, mm. who hosted it. Um, he was he was not a good choice. I mean, he was probably way down whatever list they were going through to find something. How hosted. did it end up that he present? Do we know that, the detail? Because he only ten, got the... Ten, gig, days, ten before days before he got the gig. Wow. Um, I would guess that they went through every comedian and a lot of comedians went, there is no benefit to me to try and like when you think of the days the the, the gold, glory days of the Golden Globes uh, to me were Tina Fey, Tina Fey and, and Amy, Amy. Poehler I can quote they their were unbelievable jokes. literally and if you're jokes. bored someday yeah. just go and look at theirs they were hilarious because they weren't nasty but they still were cutting like they were able to be the George Clooney jokes were the best yeah well who wouldn't do you know what I mean <laughs> and then Gervais um, Gervais was brilliant but, but mm. he was brilliant at it it was very cutting and it was very harsh and then suddenly like Joe Coy is an arena comic like he's a big big name he's uh, Filipino heritage and he plays a lot on that he's also very physical so he's jumping around and he's doing what have you you can't do that. Yeah. Did you, if you haven't seen his monologue, it is an absolute masterclass in when a comedian is beginning to die on stage. Oh, you know, no. And it was feel it. And he feels it himself. So he started kind of going, I didn't write all these jokes. The ones you're laughing at, the ones I wrote. And then he'd back out of a joke. All things, now I've done it myself. When a gig's going bad, you know, things can go, can go horribly wrong. It's a bad so stage on. for it to go wrong, though. But it wasn't just poor Joe. Um, he uh, like the seating arrangements apparently were terrible like Kieran Culkin he won best actor in a TV drama mm. for uh, Succession he, he posted on Instagram that he, he and his wife didn't even have a seat they were stuck at the back of the room when he first arrived. They were there. standing. They were standing, not like enough, the back of mass. Not enough. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> putting down the the flat cap and kneeling on it, you know? um, but not enough seats. Um, then people who were pretty much shoe ins to win were seat, seated so far behind they had to go marching through the crowd and it took a while and it just the whole organisation of it it just and I know it's kind of a poison sword anyway but nah it was not a Bring success. back Tina and Amy. Bring back Tina and Amy genuinely. They were the best. Definitely the best. Kristen Wiig and, and Will Ferrell were the kind of the stars oh, of the show because there's great chemistry between those two and they're funny. They could host it. Yeah. Mm. Although you could I don't know if you could control Will Ferrell. I mean good knows I, what I he think would he would do. know he'd read the brief. He's a smart guy. Yeah. 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 See it's difficult now though is it for a comedian because you know that um, the first people who will critically assess your performance are just people on social media yeah. before, before anything else. And people who don't know, see, because the thing is, I, I'm Peter Romani, he owns the Laughter Lounge, right? And he's uh, obviously very experienced when it comes to comedy. And he gave me some advice years ago. We were doing a gig in Riley Hall in uh, UCD and we were supposed to go on stage and do comedy after some big award ceremony. All right. And we were supposed to go on stage around 8.30 after the desserts. Mm -hmm. And something went wrong. The desserts didn't come out until like 11 o'clock at night. We didn't go on stage till midnight. Huge screen behind me. It was, looked like I was giving him my manifesto, right? And <laughs> it was, everybody was talking. Everybody German was people. They're, exactly. <laughs> everyone was talking, everyone was drunk. And what Peter said to me was he said, he said, when you're up there, act like everyone, you're having the best gig of your life. Mm. Right? Because... People at the back don't know if you, people can't hear you. Watching it on TV, watching his opening monologue, if he hadn't said anything, if he hadn't made reference to the peck, people weren't laughing, yeah. it would have looked like he did a great job. And everyone at home on TV doesn't know what's going on there. But the fact he, because he's a comic and it's exactly what you do, you kind of re reference what's going on while you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it fell apart from He forgets that there's, well, there's a few hundred people in the room, there's a few million at home on TV. Exactly. They're and, actually the audience and they, that exactly, matter. Yeah. And they don't know, they don't, they can't hear whether people are laughing, laughing or, not. or not. They're yeah. assuming you're storming it. Big smile, mm, you know. But you point. know the camera person that has to go to the audience to get the 
uh, laughing at yeah. this is Radio Alison. He probably didn't get any of that. Alison did a laughing <laughs> face. Kind of, she looked like an emoji, like uh, that, you can imagine. No, honestly, <laughs> if, if, I, if I couldn't have heard what she was saying, it looked like she was screaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, so that is your Sinner of the Week. The organisers, the people behind the Golden Globes. The organisers, but I certainly want to, and I know I'm a comedian, so obviously my heart goes out to him, but Joe Coy, uh, bless his little heart, he shouldn't have been there. And uh, he did he did the best he possibly could. Will this damage his career now? Nah, not really. He, it, but it won't launch him stratospherically. Okay. Because he's never, like, he's like, you haven't seen him in movies. You haven't, you know, he hasn't, he's yeah. not a crossover star. So everyone in the audience would, would like, nobody knew who he was. So, so if it was a huge hit, he would become that he crossover would be, star. He would be right, right across the board. He'd be on every front page of everything for a good reason rather than Joe Coy yeah. killed the Golden Globes. Poor old Joe Coy. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk. You're welcome back to the Hard Shoulder, Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and you know what time it is? It's the last bit of the show. Ignition sequence start. This is the last bit of the show. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yes, it is the last bit of the show and Steve Cummins and Alison Curtis are still with me. Um, Alison, you mentioned walking the dog yes. actually a little bit earlier. Yes. So what's so the issue with the dog? My anything else. And I see your puppy on Instagram. Yeah, my nemesis. Is he? Mm. Oh, because I was like, he seems to get happy. Moriarty to my homes. Mold him. So my story is that I last May got a rescue dog from a rescue centre in Leash. This dog's name is Leash. Betty. <laughs> Leash. Leash. Been a dog oh, from yeah. Leash. <laughs> dog Leash. Um, I hadn't thought of that because I'm not a comedian, so I hadn't thought of that. Clearly, um, I'm not either. Karen, Karen still hasn't got it. <laughs> so oh, I got it. I just didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Joe Coy. So she's a collie, like you have a collie, Lovely. but she had a really uh, bad start in life. So she mm. was in a barn in a farmyard in Wexford for a year and a half or whatever. So she is a mess and she's had to go on to anti-anxiety meds and all that kind of stuff. And really she should have been left in the countryside as opposed to where I live in the city centre. But she's getting there. She's very happy at home. She clicked with me. I called my click day. It was about six days after I got her and she was very happy with me and I imprinted on me and happy at home, happy when I go to the beach, the dunes or whatever. But I had a day this week where I was like, I actually looked down at her and I was like, Oh, God, the optics would be really bad if I gave you up. It made you such a focus of my life. But oh. she's so struggly. And I know that I wouldn't do it, but I also feel badly for her being in this environment that she's still not comfortable. Anyway, so my anything else is that every time I have, it's like somebody sends me another dog owner because anytime I have a day where I go, this isn't working, this person appears out of the sand dunes or in the park or whatever. And they're like, it is hard, but you could do it. And you're already doing a great job. And I'm like, thank you. And then I walk away going, pew, pew, pew. I love these people. So what what good advice have you gotten from the sand dune people? Like just like. <laughs> the dune like people. The patience, they come back in greater numbers. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't see the progress because I'm with her all the time. So they. I like that joke now, Steve. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they see a dog that is really attached to me, really loyal, really smart, as you said, colleagues could yeah, be the tactics, really. really obedient. So they see all the positives and remind me of the positives because I'm like, she's not dropping the ball right beside me. I thought colleagues were smart or whatever, or getting really frustrated. So they always see the positive and it always brings me back. Like dog owners, dog people, I'm going to do a sweeping generalization. Okay. Are just really go. kind, good people, oh, and they right. obviously hundred percent. Yeah, they obviously have decided to do- dedicate a lot of their life to looking for caring after this 
animal that needs their care and building a bond with them. So they're good people, generally speaking, sweeping generalization. Are you, you are, you're good to your dog. I'm, I can't, I've, been, I've been known, I've been known to have he moments want, of goodness He, he doesn't to want the dog. the dog to hear that because at the moment <laughs> yeah, he needs, exactly. to, needs to be scared it's of it. It's the kind of an element that it's tense standoff. How yeah. old is he again? Uh, six months at the end of yeah. this month. What breed? Uh, golden Retriever. Oh, they're beautiful they're so dogs. Full of love. They're so gentle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's never like you. Honestly, you've never seen a Golden Retriever guard dog for a reason. They're adorable. Yeah. yeah. No. Sorry. He is a great temperament. So no it's anger. Just, puppy just training. great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like I was walking the dog at 13 minutes past six this morning. Oh wow. Because he was just barking the neighborhood down. And I know people say, "Oh, you're 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 creating bad habits there now by bringing him for a walk when he barks." You've got to like it's like when the kids are crying, kind of. No, yeah, let them cry it out or whatever. It's easy to say that when you know the neighbors, when you see the neighbors turning on their lights, yeah, you know, because there's great. a dog barking, you're like, yeah. "Morning, I, yeah, exactly." No, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I have to bring the dog but for it a does, walk. Like, and I, this is something just as a serious moment as a side, and I did an Instagram story about it this week, and I got a big reaction. You have to be so sure about this because I really did not. As, like I didn't have a good pr- forecast of how much time it was going to take to look yeah. after this mm. dog. Now I'm in a position where I can with my working week and all that, but you do re- it does require a lot of patience as a puppy or a rescue. They both require different. How sets. long have you had? So you got her in May. So yeah, so yeah. So she's doing okay, but other dog owners always come to my rescue without fail. When I'm having yeah. that dip and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But Is what? she good with other dogs? Yeah. Loves other dogs. Oh, that's and good. And she doesn't bark at all. So that's a good thing. But that's it's great because sometimes when you've got a rescue dog, they can be, they, because of anxiety and stuff, yes, they can great. be aggressive on as a consequence of it with other dogs or you people. You her a treat and it's like a little cloud touching her finger when she takes it. It's real so gentle. Oh, Honestly. really? Yeah, she is adorable. What is, what is the a big issue? Why is she just... Just so anxious. Like, she's just so anxious. Like, yeah. in the house sometimes, if I call her a certain way, she's then she crouches and thinks she's in trouble and she yeah. might have a little wee. It's awful to see them that scared. Like I do scared. the exact same. You do. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, I'll crouch yeah. down, I'll have a little wee <laughs> and, uh, and you know, she takes me for walks. Yeah, <laughs> the little clicker. Steve, sit Steve, <laughs> sit Steve. Yeah, the clicker. She requires yeah. patience, but, that would but dog owners are amazing. But it is time. It is time. Time, yeah. time, time heals all wounds. Have you, have, you, have, you, have you any gimmicks? Have you rely on any I've gimmicks? I've tried the clicker, but I think she's so smart. She's like, I know what you're doing. But mm. you are brave to get a puppy with two young kids. I will say this. I'm glad I waited till Joan was 12. Yeah. Now she can really help. Yeah. Our, the I would say that our, the kids are great. Actually, only in the last week or two, they've really, they love the dog. Playing. But um, he can play with them more because he was still a nippy. He still yeah. would nip them a bit. But he but he was very, I guess when up until they're five months, they're teething and they're yeah. young. So Puppy bites as well. Or, yeah. Ah. And puppy bites, like our golden retriever, like it's still a puppy, but he's a pony. He's going to be a big dog. Big. And um, and my daughter's small. So like, you know, him jumping up on her and biting her hat or her gloves or her coat or something because yeah. it's hanging off. Like it's a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. And it just annoyed her. Get a fear either. Yeah. And so that's kind of calmed down. So they're great. But He's too big for them to walk. Oh yeah, he, they can't walk him. But you, because you, he, he just if he pulls to work since he, they're old enough to walk though. What? You've been putting your children to work since they've been old enough to walk. <laughs> yeah, it's I remember true. you had them out digging stones out of the garden and everything for. <laughs> well, that's like, that is good too. training. So now you're going. I trained the children. I got trained the dog. Hey, kids, it's it's 19 minutes or 13 minutes past six. <laughs> daddy, daddy wants to go back to bed. Go <laughs> walk the dog. Yeah. Picture poor dog being dragged along anyway. the That is my dream that I could do that. <laughs> kids, get up and walk that that's dog. What you, you, always, you, you wait. As an Irish person, you wait until your kids are old enough to make you a cup of tea. 
And when they are, then they start paying. Oh, it started slightly started. Has My it? eldest is nine, and he loves to make a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, well yeah, it's done. great. It that is great. Is the, um, the scaldings have been a problem, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. Uh, anything else happening in your world, Steve? Well, do you know what? Yeah. I'm fifty-three years of age. I know. I look really good for my age. I am. You do. Oh, thank you. By the way, I was kind of it's a line to say from the stage. Um, I finally have a website. Yay! No After like fifty three, I have a website, and I on the on the train today, I managed to get. Uh, it's, the, it's like a, a DNA twenty three, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Please go to it and do a DNA test. Please, <laughs> yeah. but, but, uh, but the, the person who built it for me could not somehow get the email to work. Right, okay. so there was no email, and I got business cards printed with my Steve at stevecommons.ie. I was so proud of that and everything else. Yeah, and could not get it to work because I'm about as computer literate as a strawberry. So I went, "You please do <laughs> do make magic happen and yeah. computer work." And then today on the train, in less than a minute, I managed to get it to work. Yeah, so you fixed it, Steve at stevecommons.ie. And what I want is for everybody to email. Well, now, obviously, what well, work stuff would be great, but just so that I can finally <laughs> have these things appear and go, oh my lord, so if you love me or hate me, <laughs> send me an email and uh, I've, I've, actually, send me an email look for work would be nice. But it's just having a website, it's kind of, and I, I know I'm 30 years old. Finally, you kind of said, well, I think the internet, you know what, I think it's going to stick. I think, <laughs> this you know what, decision yeah. you had. This newfangled internet thing, I think this is a good idea. It gets the Steve Cummins seal of approval. That's good. What are the, what are the, what's the singing sessions you offer? The singing sessions, basically, it's... Uh, I'm on Steve's website. I, oh, actually, <laughs> what do you think of the colours and all that? Oh, I like it. I yeah, really like it, yeah. Fun, isn't yeah. it? The singing sessions... Got that showbiz feel with the Steve backlit. Yeah, that's, well, that's, the, that's the thing. Because the, the, the woman who did it for me, like she, she said, look, I know you as a person. I know what you're like. You're bright and blah, blah, blah. But the singing sessions are great ones. Basically, it's I do corporate hosting. I do kind of fundraisers for sports teams. And I do the singing sessions. And basically, the singing sessions is uh, come into your company or your office. And we kind of do like a bit like a community choir. And we there's, there's like some games that involve singing. And then we all kind of Amazing. work towards a goal. And then I, it's became, it, the reason it started for me was I was doing a gig in Mountjoy Prison just before just lockdown. Just like Johnny Cash. Just like oh, Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> and it was for uh, all the men who had got their junior and leaving certs. So walked in and we did this gig and there's a bit that I do where I sing uh, My Girl. I start off by singing the first bits of My Girl and, you know, what can make me feel this way? And instead of saying My Girl, I say drugs and then I do a bit about drugs. <laughs> but I started singing this and there was about 100 men in the room, right? All sitting on what I can only describe as throwable chairs. I was expecting yeah. to be lay- lowered down like in, a, like in Shark Week in a cage, but no. So I started singing this, everyone joined in. And Amazing. the next thing I realised, this booming song was echoing all over Mountjoy Prison. So I didn't do the punchline. I went, let's just keep going. And suddenly everyone's singing and you could see just, you know, and it was a bit like that Shawshank, I know this is very lofty of me to say, but you know that Shawshank Redemption moment where he played the music and everyone kind of soared out? That's kind of what I got the vibe of. And I went, wouldn't, because I do so much corporate work. It's a I release. Went, but I went, wouldn't that be fabulous mm. in, your, in your office? If you're suddenly there and suddenly you can hear 10, 20, 50, 100 people all singing together. And people love to sing. They do. Honestly, now, drink helps, but if you're not drinking. But like, do you, like, do you, do you sing in the shower? Yeah, I guess I sing it. Not really. I sing all the time. Really. I don't yeah. sing at all. Yeah. Is that terrible? Should I, that should be a resolution. Start Can singing. you sing? No. 
And you, pr- you probably no. can, though. No, no, there's not one of those things where you've got more Irish than you think. I, re- I really, I can't sing. <laughs> For no. people who can't sing, though, no. like, you know, you know, get yourself. You can be in the chorus. <laughs> but no, but I just guess I it. do remember secondary school. We always had to sing the national anthem at home in Canada. Oh, this is Canada. Awesome. But I used to mouth it. Even when I was like eight or nine, I was like, nobody needs to hear me sing. Oh, it's <laughs> like, I remember I had to play the recorder in the orchestra in St. Canada's National School in the Watergate Theatre. And there was like this hard <laughs> bit and I couldn't get it right. And my dad just said to me just Pretend. move your fingers and don't blow into it and it was the best advice I was going to say he ever gave me that, that's kind of damning by faint praise like poor is, old dad but I just, I just I stood on stage looking around <laughs> just moving my fingers I don't think I even had my lips on it like stevecummins.ie is the website steve at stevecummins.ie if and steve at stevecummins.ie is the email address and he has it up and running yeah, he finally. is very very proud of himself I am email I mean, him with the corporate booking or tell him how proud you are of him as well that would be nice or hair care tips if you wish. Yes, yeah, Steve Covitz, comedian Alison Curtis, presenter of Weekend Breakfast on Today FM. Thank you both very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.